Welcome to the Weather Guru Podcast for June 15, 2022. Hump Day Wednesday here. We're going to start out with a tropical update. That current disturbance that we're looking at in the southwestern Caribbean Sea is now currently the center is located a little bit onshore now um, over the, and, and in the southern uh, southwestern uh, Caribbean Sea there. And it's, it's a low percentage of development, basically. What we're looking at here is a 10 to 20 percent development. What that means is the system is now moving over land, and so there's a less chance of it forming into a depression. Uh, now, there's a chance that it can cross over into the Bay of Campeche, Campeche and uh, over Cancun, over the Cancun Peninsula, Yucatan Peninsula, and into the Bay of Campeche. But that's later on, Talking, we're talking like Saturday night, Saturday into Sunday. If it does that, there's a chance that it could strengthen before it can move northwest uh, and make another landfall somewhere south of uh, Brownsville, Corpus Christi, McAllen, Texas, there in the Mexico border. Or there's two options, or it could move this way, or it could move the northeast toward Florida and make another landfall somewhere in South Florida, like typical... Um, Reminiscent of what um, Tropical Storm Anna did just about two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago. So those are the options. If it does become a name, it'll be Bonnie. If it does become a name system later on this week, say into next week, Saturday, Sunday, um, there is a chance that it could just disintegrate over uh, over the um, the Central America here because there's high mountains that it has to cross here before it gets back over water again. And these high mountains of Honduras and Nicaragua and Central Nicaragua and Honduras and and um, and all of that could disrupt the Florida system where it pretty much would just pretty much disintegrate. So locally heavy rainfall is possible for Nicaragua, Honduras, Belize, and southeastern Mexico through the weekend. So some developments possible. We'll keep our eyes on it, but right now it's not looking too good. Hurricane Blas is much better. It's a category one in the eastern Pacific, eighty five mile an hour winds. Uh, the path for this system has it moving away and into some cooler waters, which would go back into a tropical storm by Sunday and then a depression by Monday. No land areas are affected. Uh, some thunderstorms may reach the Mexican coastline over here, um, but it shouldn't be anything too substantial, and that's good news for the folks out there. But it is a hurricane, so it's our first hurricane over here of the Pacific season, Hurricane Blas. Once again, it's going to remain a Category 1 storm with 85-mile-an-hour winds moving west-northwest at 6 miles an hour. It will continue this motion throughout the, the weekend until Sunday and next week, Monday. Uh, so this will be of interest only for mariner and shipping storms here. Now, looking at the national forecast charts here, we can see today uh, we have scattered showers, typical sun of summer th summertime thunderstorms, and we have a huge amount of heat wave that's going on in the country that's significantly um, affecting the upper Midwest, the Midwest, the Southeast, and the Northeast. So a ACs are blazing, power grids are strained to the max the next two to three days here, and uh, we're going to keep everyone in mind there as we continue. Now, the Storm Prediction Center, of course, is showing a huge moderate risk of four out of five here for Madison, Wisconsin, Green Bay, Wisconsin, Appleton, Wisconsin, Oscarson, Fond du Lac, Wisconsin there. As you can see, that's a huge risk of tornadoes. Some may be strong. EF3s are above. EF2s, EF3s, etc. Uh, damaging hail. Hell could be even in this enhanced zone here, three out of five enhanced zone here that we see here from the quad cities of Iowa up through uh, Madison and I-94 there coming through Sheboygan and all the places of Wisconsin up into the UP of Michigan, Marquette, Houghton, Michigan. Those areas there are an enhanced risk. You can see hail damage up to two to three inches, even four inches possible. Uh, you can see winds greater than 65 miles an hour. Um, and things of that nature. So this is a very, uh, the bullseye is up near this zone. Chicago, you're in a marginal risk, so you're going to see the typical thunderstorms that come off the lakes there 
um, but there can be some dangers with that as well. There is a slight risk of thinning in the mid-Atlantic all the way down in the southeast, but these are your typical garden variety thunderstorms here. Um, there is a few of them with severe thunderstorm warnings, but nothing really too crazy there. Uh, and the rest of us are in a slight risk. Out west, you're pretty clear in the Intermountain West and out west, and it's dry. It's just dry and hot, although the monsoonal season has begun, as you know, for the southwest season. Phoenix, Arizona, New Mexico, and, and western Texas, the monsoonal flow has begun. As you can see, the showers are confined to Amarillo, back through El Paso, and along the border there um, between Laredo and the uh, Nuevo Leon, Mexico border. So, Guys, uh, that is from the Storm Prediction Center. Our current hazards are showing that as well. We still have a bunch of heat warnings reflected in this orange color here through the Tennessee Valley, up through the Ohio Valley, and into the mid upper Midwest here. So we have heat, excessive heat warnings, heat watches, and red flag warnings out west continue to make an impact as the fire danger continues. Uh, that one big fire, I believe, in Arizona was man-made, was man-started by man-made. And that has burned over 4,000 acres. So we continue to keep them in our prayers in that area as well. Um, and so that's what we're looking at nationally pictures. Temperature-wise, we're looking at 80, 90 degrees. Uh, you know, temperatures continue to be high. Uh, temperatures will continue to be 80 to uh, 90 degrees, to be 20 degrees above average, according to the maps So that we have here. So we're going to look at the uh, convection levels coming out of day three, day four. Uh, this is going to be heading into your weekend. And you can see here that things do clear out. It's just going to be high pressure dominating. Two fronts do sweep in to help cool things down. So cooler relief is on the way for the northeast and southeast and possibly the upper Midwest. Um, the big ridge builds out west here on Friday and the, and the day three outlook. And this is going to provide some uh, warmer temperatures for the plains, the high plains, and then the Rocky Mountain West. And in the Mountain West, as far as the snow goes, the snow should be pretty much done for the year in about another week or two so montana and glacier national park and those upper montana and in the canada you shouldn't have to worry about in the rockies anymore about snow um, affecting you in the cascades and the rock upper rockies and the canadian rockies in the next two weeks it should be pretty much done for the year so this has been your update please stay tuned to the weather guru for more updates on weather as it becomes available thank you very much for joining me take care